welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It with Lani and Wani. We're back at the Hills Podcast Studio for another episode. Yums. Today's episode, well, I saw What it, inspired it? <laughs> I was inspired the other day because I was on Twitter. I think I was, yeah. And I saw a tweet and I sent it straight to Rwani and I said, thoughts? Yeah. I actually was going to send it to you oh. because I saw it and I was, because I know that when we first met, we sort of covered discipline in a way but yeah. like did you want to read out the tweet so that everybody's on the so same the page the tweet is parents do y'all believe physically disciplining your kids works yeah need answers and then everybody was sort of like retweeting uh giving their little bit of you know their trauma a little bit of seasoning to like <laughs> why they agree or disagree with it yeah and i found it like it was actually really good discourse like people were coming in and talking about their trauma some people were saying that it worked for them yeah and here we are. We're going to talk about it. And now we're here to unpack. So I guess to start off, if you were to answer this question straight off the bat, do you believe physically disciplining kids works? Yes. To an extent, no. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> because I was definitely like... I was physically abused, I guess, you know... Let's just call it what it is. Yes, that's what it's if called. You're a, if you're a Pacific Islander, you know those hidings that you get. Yeah, that's physical abuse, guys. Um, <laughs> I definitely got a lot of hidings growing up. And I don't know, like, I think it worked. But then I still do have problematic problematic tendencies throughout my life that I can pinpoint. And I wouldn't, I don't know if that's a result of the physical abuse that I got Mm. or if that's trauma like I feel like I'm pretty good at pinpointing what like when certain things affected me throughout my lifetime but I don't know we'll see but if you sort of where we go with this but if you're gonna say it worked what was the aim had like what is the determining factor of it working well for one I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't physically abused until I was like a teenager. Like so it's not like something that started when I was a kid. Okay. It's not until I was a teenager where I actually started getting hit. Mm-hmm. So I actually I don't know because let's be honest like our brains don't like formulate until we're like 25 so I still don't think that it it was the right thing to do. Yeah. But I think that I was mature. Doesn't every, doesn't every teenager say that? I think that I was mature enough to sort of understand why it was happening to me. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older, it's sort of like, okay, it it was used because the communication, there was, there was a lack of communication there, right? Yeah. Because there was a power dynamic in that situation where somebody had power over another, that being my parents, and yeah. then obviously I came into it. And they used physical abuse to sort of claim their power in the household. Mm. Um, But I think it it taught me respect. It taught me what was right and what was wrong. But I definitely think there could have been other... Different things could have been used. Yeah. Different mechanisms of discipline could have been used. I just don't think my parent was capable of understanding that do you think if your parent was to listen to this they would be okay with you calling it physical abuse no (laughs) 
do not send this to my mother. <laughs> wow. Because it's confronting when you put it like that. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah. There are pros and cons to it. Definitely, like anything. And as well, parenting, how you parent your children and how your parents parented you was up to them. And yeah. it's not really our place to make comments on it. We can only speak from our own experiences. And that's what we're here to do. Like, we're not mum shaming you or dad shaming you if you choose to use physical discipline. But I am shaming you if you beat the shit out of your kids. Because what for? Yeah. Sounds like a you problem, not a them problem. I don't know. And I do talk about like how I just said, you know, I was pretty mature for like a teenager. It doesn't every teenager say that. Mm-hmm. But like legitimately, I was very, I was like a 20 year old when I was like 12. So now you're like 40. Do you know what I mean? So I was able to comprehend a little bit more than your yeah. average teenager was able to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just in my household, there were legislations and regulations placed in my household, Mm -hmm. just fancy words for laws and rules set in my household. And I knew that if I broke those, there were going to be consequences. And the consequences, I didn't, it wasn't actually clear what the consequence is going to be. I think it was just to the extent of how badly in the eyes of the person with the power thought that, you know, the legislation that I broke, um, that would determine, you know, sort of... If it was going to be physical or if it was going to be a talk or if mm. it was going to be like, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm just going to ignore you. and we are going to come back to that. this? Or if I'm just going to abandon you in a week. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it's like I, that was never very clear, the consequence yeah. that I was going to get. I think in terms of context, so we did some polls on our Instagram and this is my mistake. I'm the one who did the polls, everyone. It was me. Um, I think. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't answer the tweet. Huh? So, like, the, the tweet that we started with. Oh. So, wait, what was it again? Do y'all believe physically disciplining your kids works? I think different things work for different kids. But for you as an individual? Fuck no. Okay. There's better ways to do it. I yeah. think I think most of the time physical discipline, when it escalates, it ends up being out of anger, not out of, like, the, the point gets lost. Yeah. And I just know that I would feel terrible as a parent if I was to smack my kid for smacking another kid because I think it's counteractive. Like, you're not allowed to smack them, so I'm going to smack you. And I know some people will be like, but you're the parent, they need to listen to you. And I'm like, yes, I understand that. But the relationship I'm endeavouring to have with my kids is one of like, yes, I am the authority figure, but I also want there to be respect earned. You don't have to respect. I never want to be like, you have to because I'm your parent. I want you to also respect me because of the values that I hold. You know what I mean? I don't want them just to feel obliged. Like, oh yeah, that's my mom. Like, no, you can decide if you don't like me or not. Like some people don't like their parents and I'm fine with that. But based on my values. Like, she really said, if you don't want to respect your parents, don't. <laughs> you don't have to. It's a hack. It's a, a lot of cultural groups have this idea that, you know, your parents are the shit. And I think that, you should love your parents and you should appreciate them and all of the good stuff. But if your parents didn't do a good job or if they didn't deal with their demons before having you, you can acknowledge that because that impacted you. You have the right to be upset with things that happened to you. But that's another story. That's that's one for intergenerational trauma. But no, in terms of physically disciplining your kids, I just you, think... You don't. 
I'm not for it. And I, when I say physically disciplined, I'm not talking about like, like I understand like a smack on the hand or like a tap on the, just a tap, but I'm talking about excessive force and premeditated. No need for it. Yeah. I think this is, it's a game and it turns into like, it's just, it's on the list of ways to fuck up your kids. There's so many ways you can definitely fuck them up. And there's so many ways you can't. Why would you do it intentionally? Why would you intentionally inflict damage onto your child? When I look at my kids, I never want anything to happen to them. And I can't imagine doing something to them that would hurt them. But that's just me, you know, that's just my white side coming through. I'm sure that's what someone's going to say. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's how I'm choosing to do things. Come back in 10 years (laughs) when puberty hits. Let me see if my mind's changed. But at this very moment in time that's where i'm at and there's definitely like a dark side to discipline as well it can be very excessive as well like you just mentioned like it could go from like a little slap on the hand or it can get to a black eye so you're using like weapons and weapon the whole word like can we just can we just figure out words okay words are very important and the word weapon what comes to mind when you think of weapon i think of like fighting war combat why are we using the same sentence of our children (laughs) I'm just, just like, I'm just like, I don't know how much I want to say without throwing my yourself under the bus, under the bus. <laughs> but it's like, look, it is what it is. Like, I'm thankful for it. Am I though? I don't know. But yeah, are you are you? If we're talking about weapons, every time that something was used in the act, it was purely because it went from just you know, using your physical, like, body mm-hmm. from what she would use, mm-hmm. she being my mother, to me talking back and making her even more angry mm. is where she would look for anything to sort of use to, like, throw at me or hit me and stuff like that. Mm. But I would never – it's just, like, an unspoken rule that you do not fight back. But did it do you know what I mean? You- but I, I knew that I could use my words because for me, I never – it's like with bullying as well. Like I, mm. I definitely would say that I was a bully, but not a physical bully. Yeah. I used to like verbally manipulate people with my words because, you know, I at a very young age, I could articulate my words a little bit better than the rest of, the, you know, my peers and mm. um, people that were around me. So I knew that I could use my words to like, because words stick with you, right? Yeah. And I knew that in that act, I knew that I couldn't physically defend myself. Yeah. So that all I could do was like use, use my words. Spit some words. Do you know what I mean? And that yeah. used to irritate her. Yeah. So I sort of like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that now that I look, think about it. <laughs> Wouldn't that just have taught you not to irritate her? It didn't teach you to not do the bad thing. It taught you just to not say what's going to trigger her. You know what I mean? Like what was corrective there? Were you disciplined because she was mad? Or were you di- like, you were already in trouble. So you got disciplined, but then it got physical because... She was upset. She was triggered. For me, it was the 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 laws and the rules that were set that I didn't agree with. I never agree. Do you know with what I mean? I don't <laughs> think it's one thing to follow legislations and regulations in society, but it's mm. another thing to follow the like another set of rules under a household. Yeah. Right. A household that you didn't ask to be under. <laughs> okay. Like you were brought in. Popped up. <laughs> you were brought into this world because two people were selfish enough to make that decision. This is problematic as well. <laughs> selfish enough to make that decision to bring you into the world. Mm. So now that I'm here, 
I'm just, deal with it. Look, this is just little Rwanda going to show. So now that I'm here, now I have to follow laws and rules under my house. And then as soon as I leave the house, i got to follow laws and More. rules, not only from my house, but from the government as well. So it's sort of like, for me, I didn't, like, as soon as I left the house, I was like, fuck that, I'm free. I don't need to follow those rules. I'm out into the world. I can mm. do what I want. Even if it didn't, like, I knew that there were going to be consequences when I got home for stuff that I did. Yeah. But for me, it was sort of like, I think the miscommunication there was the laws and rules that were set under my household didn't align with what I wanted to do. Okay. So I think that's where the power dynamic comes is when the person with with the power, Mm. usually being the parent, Mm -hmm. isn't, doesn't take into consideration what the child wants. But most would say it doesn't matter. Or what is right for the child. What the child wants. Yeah. It's what's right for them. But it's like it's another human being just because they're younger of age and they haven't really experienced everything that you have as a parent. It's mm. like they still have a mind of their own. It doesn't matter how young they are. Yeah. Right? But And it's like who gets to make up the laws just because for you, for instance, because you're a mother and mm. you have children. It's like who's to say that the rules that you place upon your children under your household is what aligns with them is what they want to do yeah i know they're they're a little bit young at the moment but maybe when they're a little bit older and they start to rebel but it's like they're rebelling for a reason Mm. so the miscommunication there is like why are they rebelling yeah that's something that was never asked to me yeah see when a lot of the like everyone who knows me will know i don't really have that many rules for my kids (laughs) there's not that many because because why Obviously, there's like, there's a little thing, but there's just things I didn't agree with. Like, okay, are you ready for one rule that we had in my household? That when I told people, they laughed. No singing at the table. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and I was Your like, child wants to express their creative side and you are stuck. You know what? This is planet Never bullshit. Mind. So when that, when that <laughs> happened, I was like, oh. And then when I used to go to people's houses and I was like, who even sings at the table anyway? Where do we get this rule from? But then I was at someone's house and they sung at the table and I went to say, no singing at the table. I I would understand like, sorry kids, no Nintendo Switch, put your toys away. No, I don't know. I don't even remember where the rule started, but it just became a joke. And I always used to say to my mum, oh, no fun allowed because I didn't get it. Anyway, so now I've got kids and I was thinking, is that the rule I want to have? And I always make jokes and I'm like, kids, you can sing at the table if you want to because why the fuck not like what actually the purpose of rules is meant to be to help them when they're into society and things like that i don't even agree with society's rules i'm not gonna okay here's another one so i i don't like wearing clothes in general you'll find me in winter wearing minimal clothing because i'm just comfortable when i'm not restricted i don't like wearing shoes i don't like wearing socks so i'm always in like you know little booty shorts and a singlet if i can yeah it is what it is my nana very woggy she has a heart attack all the time she's like oh my god where's your socks where's your shoes where's your dressing gown yeah so that was kind of a rule and like this is the point like when it comes to rules the emphasis and the importance and the value placed on it is by the person who's enforcing them so then you know then comes along my children and I don't care if they want to be naked. Honestly, like in summer, you'll see them walking around in a nappy because why do you have to wear clothes? Like I like to break it down. So wearing clothes is important because when you go into the workforce, you need to make sure you're dressed. When you go into public, you need to be dressed. Fuck it, you're home. You can do what you want. It's not that important. It's not like, whereas when I was growing up, it was like, oh my God, she's naked again. Like, no, yeah. she needs to wear clothes. Whereas like I'm trying a different approach of like, 
hey kids you do you be comfortable because i never want my kids to be uncomfortable in their own space like it's like that that other unspoken rule of people are coming over go put some clothes on why it's my house yeah don't punish me for being comfortable in my own house but anyway the point of that was then comes along the kids and their dad who's never heard of this socks and shoes are so important rule whereas like for my house everyone knows fuck you better get you better get some clothes on before nana comes over because you're dead yeah whereas he's laughing like oh my god this lady's back again the nazi of you know it's like fashion police but warmth police and you know she's telling us we're gonna die of pneumonia and all this stuff so like that's a it just showed me, I guess, the rules are only effective and the importance of rules is just the value placed on them. And now that I have my own kids, I'm like, what do you mean I don't have to wear clothes? I can do what I want. Like, you yeah. can too. So I guess, like, that's why I'm kind of... Rules are a bit iffy for me because I'm just like... I like to assess what's the benefit. You know, like, why is this rule important? What does this... What's What purpose is it serving? Like, what part of society am I trying to send them out to? Because there's a lot of things where I'm like, I understand that's important to you, being an older person who's trying to tell me how to do my job. I understand that's important to you, but in my household, it's not that important. Within my family, it's not that important. You know, like, manners are important and I want my kids to have manners, but I also am never going to force them to... Like, right now, I'm trying to get my son into the habit of, like, what do you say? And sometimes he's like, mm, no. And I'm like, okay. I'm not going to push it because right now he knows what he's just he's just trying to play with me. It's like kissing people goodbye. I give him the option. Whereas I know a lot of people, especially in the poly community, would be like, go kiss everyone goodbye. And if their yeah. kid turned around and said, no, you smack. For what? Because they're not comfortable physically giving affection to someone who they don't want to. This is the breakdown of how that works. I'm three. I get told, it's your body. You do what you want. Blah, 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 blah. All of the good stuff. But when I tell you what you have to do, go kiss everyone goodbye, even if it's that person that you don't want to because you don't like them. Then as they get older, the confusion's there because it's like, you said I can, you know, it's my body and you respect me, but then why do I have to kiss people when I don't want to? And now I can't trust you because you're forcing me to do things I don't want to. In the grand scheme of things, I know someone's going to be like, oh my God, this is fucking blowing out of proportion. But that's the thing when you have kids, the small things, like the seeds that you plant now... They're going to come back in the future and that is how we came to be with our insecurities, with our morals, with our values, with our ethics. They're all seeds that were planted in us. Yeah. You know, like I ask my kids like, if we're leaving, like, oh, uh, you know, when we go to bed, when we say goodnight to my parents, they'll go up to everyone. So they'll go up, goodnight, Papa, goodnight, Nana, goodnight, Uncle, and goodnight, Uncle. And then I'm like, love you. And if he wants to, he'll be like, love you. If lately he just wants to say laters, losers, which is fine. I've taught him that. It's fun. But he doesn't have to go up and kiss him if he doesn't want to and sometimes he says no but the important thing is that rule has been communicated with my family that if he says no don't force him yeah so if i say hey why don't you go kiss um papa goodnight and he, and he says no kiss papa's not going to be like you get here and kiss me right now yeah the communication different hierarchies as well exactly yeah. like why because he's your papa you have to like no i'm the parent firstly it's my kid and what i say goes don't you dare force anything on them that i haven't and respect the boundaries that we've put in place and when it comes to disciplining kids i guess this flows into the question of were you ever physically disciplined by someone that wasn't your parent yeah i was and i always found that a little bit weird that um like, obviously, my mom wasn't against it because she allowed it. But I always found it a little bit weird because it felt odd mm. for somebody other than the person that would discipline me regularly yeah. 
to you know because they had their motives but like you don't even know me yeah even even if you're an auntie or a cousin it's i i never really understood it it wasn't regular that it was like a very like one-off every now and what then. if their rules aren't even the same as your mom's yeah exactly like what gives them the right to do that yeah so i didn't i wouldn't i don't even feel like, like there's so many children that are surrounding me and i, I don't touch no i wouldn't discipline them i'm if anything i'm looking at the parent like this this your kid like yeah i would never like the closest child we have to us that's not our own would be my niece and if she does something wrong i'll tell her mom yeah. or i'll talk to her because that's the way i talk to people like i let her know like hey sis you can't be smacking my kid and then we go from there and I ask her mum, like, hey, I'm just letting you know this is what happened because it's her child to discipline. I've done my part, which is letting her know why I'm upset because I spoke to her as an auntie. I don't like when you do that, blah, blah, blah. And then it's up to her mum what she does with that information and she can discipline her own kid. And if she doesn't discipline her, then that's up to her. Again, it's yeah. not up to me. My concern is my kid that she probably hit or my kid probably hit her and you know what comes from that but i've seen times where like little kids will smack each other to get them in trouble it's like hey you're being naughty smack where they get that behavior from it's learned it's observed that's literally where this is coming from right did you want to bring up the statistics you yeah so the polls that i did on our page it also proved to me that context is important again everyone it's me back with the context but I guess because I grew up just with the, um, just you know, around a lot of islanders. I've always known a hiding is when you get you get beat, and yeah. I should have clarified that when I did the poll because one answer was <laughs> hiding is when you obstruct yourself from other people's view. To clarify, when I say like hide and seek, yeah, 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 yeah. To clarify, a hiding means getting your ass whooped. That's what we're talking about. A beating. Is that just like a Polynesian term? I think so, because only people that I've ever said it in front of and they understand is people who are either associate yeah. with islanders or they are themselves. Right. So, um, so we did the polls and we also did questions that people could respond to. And I two of the ones I wanted to just zoom in on is I don't like when people ask questions and they don't offer solutions. That's just me. It's just a personal pet peeve because you can't just leave people hanging like that. So I didn't want to start this episode about discipline and not provide alternatives. And that was that was my question because a lot of, honestly, the, the percentage was like 75 to 25 when it comes to do you smack kids. Like in the yes, it was more of a yes thing. And um, the next question was, what are alternatives to physical discipline? What other options are there? Because some people, that's all they know. And you can't fault people for not knowing better. You can do better. I think you can fault people for not doing better. Yeah. But if you if it's all you know, it would take a lot for you to realise, maybe I don't want to do that. So here are just some alternatives and we're going to discuss them. Yeah, when I did some Googling, there were some others. Yeah. So the ones that were sent in was pretty much talking, a naughty corner, explaining what they've done wrong, which comes down to talking, uh, confiscating items or removing items, timeout, calm verbal communication. And my personal issue is holding space. Holding space is when... Just imagine there's a box. This is the space. I'm holding this space for my child who's going through something, which is why they're acting out, to unpack. Me having this space here is me facilitating that time and space that they need to do what they need to do to feel better. Because most of the time, if someone's acting out, they're doing it for a reason. They're tired. They're sookie. They're hungry. You know, there's been times where my son turns and looks at me and he goes, what? What? 
And I'm like, sorry. And his dad turns around and he's like, don't you dare talk to your mom like that. And I'm like, wait, I think he's hungry. And he's like, that's not a thing. He can't talk to you like that. Give him some food. And he goes, oh, mommy, hug. And all he needed, one of his needs wasn't being addressed. So he acted out. And that's like my theory on most of the time when people are acting out, their needs aren't being addressed. And that's exactly what holding space is. Holding space to figure out what need or what they're lacking. Yeah. Sometimes people are just lacking attention. Like, have you seen kids who are just naughty for, for fun because that's the only attention they get? If you have a parent who doesn't give you any positive affirmations or any positive attention, but the only time it sounds bizarre, but the only time I have seen that, I don't actually agree with that. To be really like that, just really irritate. No, the the kids that just oh, yeah, do it yeah. just just for fun. Like for but, me, or just because for me, like the only reason I did rebel was because I didn't agree with the, the yeah. rules that I had to to follow. Yeah, but I wouldn't not to get attention. Yeah, but then I've seen kids who their parents don't pay attention to them at all unless they do something wrong. For example, imagine I'm watching TV and I'm watching my movie and I'm a mum. I'm on my phone and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling. My my kid's like, hey, mom. And I'm like, mm. hey, mom. Mm. Hey, mom. Mm. I'm not, they're not getting my attention. My kid turns around and smacks his sister. I hear the smack and I turn around and say, what are you doing? Instantly, they've gotten my attention. It doesn't take long for people to, um, like, change their behaviour to what gets them the attention. And most of the time, kids just want attention. That's all they want. Like, you can solve so many issues just by giving them that little bit. So, yeah, anyway, that was that. And um, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, but, like, when I Googled, okay, so these were, like, the three, I don't know who came up with these, but the according to, like, the law, three pre- other forms of discipline were a preventative discipline, supportive discipline, and corrective discipline. So I think you pretty much just went over, like... Yeah, pretty much. But I think, like, when it comes to discipline, communication is so important. And I think it's so undervalued. And I'm not talking about, like, I'm going to sit down and give you a lecture and make you feel like you're a disappointment. That's just my motto, like, communication. But it's not even easy. And that's what I I think people are... We're not telling you it's so easy because I struggle. Like, I've been struggling my personal life a lot lately to have those hard conversations because of just time consuming it's emotionally consuming it's mentally draining but at the end of the day it needs to be had and in order to get myself into a good habit of having healthy communication skills i need to practice and i think the same goes for children children deserve healthy communication not I, i hate i hate 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 with a passion i don't hate much but i hate the idea of do as i say and not as i do or sit like children are meant to be seen and not heard you chose to have children. Children do children things. Like that's another thing with parents as well. I'm not coming for you, but just a lot of no, no, no. But like a lot of parents, I find, don't have the emotional capacity to deal with another life. Hundred percent. They don't have the financial stability. They don't have the psychological stability, and they like just in general their view on the world even a companionship with their partner that they Mm. can't even so you know what i mean like there are so many um obstacles that you need to like think about before you're bringing a life into the world definitely which just you know is it ethical to have children in my opinion no it is not not. yeah and i it's you know when you when you're pregnant and you're having this baby of course you think about what are they going to look like what's their name and you know i wonder if they're going to lean more towards my side or the partner's side but then you need to ask yourself the questions 
what happened to me that I don't want to happen to them? What side of the family do I want to mirror in terms of their parenting? What kind of life do I want for my kids? It's not just I can't wait for my baby to come home so I can announce um, the like a birth announcement and this is their name and do a gender reveal. There's more to it. Are you emotionally capable of parenting your child in a positive yes. manner? Imagine, right, okay, so just say at the end of a working week, it's been 38 hours. 38 hours, you get home and you're exhausted. All you want to do is go to bed. Your kids are waiting for you to come to bed and your kid asks you, can I have a glass of milk? And you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. You're tired, you're ready for bed, ready to KO. You get the glass of milk and out of nowhere, your kid just stumbles and drops it. At this point, you're fucking done because I'm tired. Why did you drop the milk? I just want to go to sleep. I've been at work all week. And you ha- you, you have to now drop that milk that I've got to clean up. I'm then going to have to mop up because I don't want the floor to be sticky and sit like that. I also need you to get off the floor so I can do that. And now I'm in a bad mood. I'm probably not going to be able to sleep. And look, why are you crying? Now you're crying. I have to deal with you crying. I can't be fucked. But in the child's point of view, I haven't seen you all week. I miss you. I'm so happy to be here. I don't really want you to go to sleep yet. How can I buy time? Maybe I'll have some milk. And then I get to spend that time with my parent who's getting me the milk. Oh my God, I'm a baby. And I actually just tripped over and spilt the milk. Why is mom upset? What did I do wrong? Why is she yelling at me? I can't sleep now. I'm upset. You've had some time to think about this. (laughs) I've had some time because it's not as simple as like in that moment, you have two choices. You can remember that you're the parent onto your child you can remember you're the parent that it's not your child's fault that you work it's not their responsibility to deal with you being tired and you can sit down and give that child the communication they need and explain to them i'm very tired i'm upset that you spilled the milk i need to clean it up and then we can go to bed it wasn't your fault i understand or you can turn around and be like you little shit are you serious i've been working all week now look what i have to do because of you there's two options there why would you want to set you know and and I'm not saying I'm perfect in that I can do either, like I can do the, the op- better option better. But the point is, are you ready for those times? Are you ready? You know, I don't like hearing parents say, I work for you. That's not their problem. That's not the child's problem. You're working because you chose to have a child and it t- in this world, unfortunately, you need money to support them. And I just don't think it should be at the child's detriment. Yeah. Your choices. You chose to have them. Now suck it up and deal with it. You've got 18 years minimum of putting into your child. You gotta suck it up and deal with it. Just don't have any. No. Just or just don't, <laughs> exactly. No, but just don't have any. That's. I've, it's really not that hard. Have a child or don't have a child. If you have them, commit to them because. See, I don't think a lot of people take that into consideration. No, it's, like I'm having they, a baby. They think about their life like right at the moment and even though it seems all put together right now is it really like mm. ask yourself those questions definitely like do you really have it all together exactly and what if do you know what i mean so like for me i already think that having children is unethical so me I'm not, that's fucking problematic if i if i rock Going up next week and i'm you. pregnant like <laughs> yeah i'm just be like oh, honey this is all i was anyways well, let's get but <laughs> do you know what i mean so that's already an obstacle that i have to overcome why do i think that it's because every everything that I know about the world points towards why do we keep reproducing and we always have these problems that come up generationally. Like we can talk about intergenerational trauma yes. as well. Like you're a product of, you know, your parents, exactly. parents, parents, parents. Exactly. And if they haven't dealt with their issues and you haven't either, you're just going to print a carbon copy of yourself with the same issues. I think it's... I don't know. Yeah, and it's up to you. Like, 
you are a product of your parents as well, but it, it either continues or it stops with you. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. for me, it might stop with me because I don't really want to have kids. But anyways, <laughs> um, I, yeah, it just, I think, I don't know. Do you, do you see it being problematic? Like with some people that you know that have been physically abused as children, do you, can you see? Because I feel like I've taken it, a lot better than some other people that were physically abused as a child. Yeah. Because I know some people that were literally traumatised. I think most people were traumatised and they didn't realise because if I had a dollar for every time I heard someone say, I used to get hidings, but I'm okay. Yeah, but are you really? Mic but drop. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe you can ask me a couple of questions so we yeah. can sort of, like, see if I am traumatised. But I don't think it traumatised me as much. But I think you also people. have healthy coping mechanisms. Yes. And you've had so time to is, break yes, it down. Yes, yes, Whereas yes. you're not the average person. Coping mechanisms as well. Like, I've never had to rely on any other coping mechanisms, like mm. drugs or alcohol or, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at unpacking myself. Exactly, which is a privilege. And I never actually realised that's what I just naturally did. Yeah. But... You know, you talk to more people and you start and you're like, oh, that's what that's called. But even like I just naturally did that. Nobody taught me that. Do yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't think the, the average person just naturally unpacks. That's well, why I think people, you know, they seek therapy or like yeah. they, when they attach themselves to a partner or when they have a child, they're like, oh, I'm not going to do this for my child. Yeah. That's their coping mechanism. And you know what? So coping mechanism, someone did send in an answer and they were talking about physical abuse and their answer was along the lines of my trauma from being abused as a child led to me seeking pain in other ways because it's what I was accustomed to. I became used to physical Mm, pain and I started to seek it. That included self-harm and risk-taking behaviours, including drugs and just getting into fights. Imagine your child turning around. Like this is the way I like to put things in perspective for people. It's just, you know, put put a child in there and have a conversation. Imagine your child sits you down and says, I got into a fight today because the only time I get any, um, like, physical interaction with anyone is if someone puts their hands on me in a negative way. And because you do that... It's what I seek. I couldn't deal with it, honestly. I'm done. I'm done. Just sign me off. And it's a lot of like sounds like just the shifting the blame to parents, but it's called accountability. What was that like? I know Jada and we were problematic, but there was one thing they said and I liked it. And they said at the end of the day, it's not whose fault is it? It's whose responsibility. Yeah. So I don't think parents are at fault for the way they parent their children. You're responsible for it. There's only so much you can control and there's so much you can't control. So why not make the things you can control better? Yeah. 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 And this, and I do feel like this has stayed on the topic of discipline because we're not going on a tangent. We're just presenting ideas and alternatives to physical discipline. And then also acknowledging it's not easy. Like it's not easy and I understand. I can't imagine for the people that actually, you know, they were physically abused as well, but physically abused with in a patriarchal um, household mm. as well. So yeah. I, you know, we both grew up in mat- matriarchal yeah. households, but to grow up in a patriarchal household where the man was always in charge and the man was the one inflicting the pain, yeah. I can only imagine as a woman How that would fuck what, you up. what coping mechanisms you are seeking. Mm. That is dependent on if you are a cishet woman. Yeah. 
um, whatever your preference is, I can only imagine what you are seeking in other relationships in your life as well. Exactly. Because the home is literally where you... St- it all starts at home. Do you know something that my mum did teach me that I that's always stuck with me? It's if your foundation, your foundation being your home, if things at home are not going well, nothing else in your life will go well as well. No. And that it, no matter how put together you might seem, if as soon as you go home, if that is not a safe what did you use what was the analogy you used like the holding space yeah, sort holding of space. sort of environment where you get the communication that you need where yeah you, yeah where you your form of discipline if you go back home is that physical abuse that you're waiting for yeah like if things at home are not going well everything else is not mm. going to align yeah definitely. so that's another thing that I, I learned from my mother as well like even after a hiding she would always end it as well well for me it was both it was more it was both talks and hidings Mm -hmm. but I know that it would always end with a talk like really saying why she did it what I did wrong like really breaking it down so she never wanted us to go to sleep on the problem because the next day like if you leave the house you still have it running in your mind like what did I do wrong you know that sort of thing. But isn't that confusing for to then have a positive end to it? Like I just beat you, but let's hug, let's hug it out because yeah. you made me do that. So he's sort of. he's why you're wrong. So like I just I beat you because you were wrong, but I do want to hug you to make me feel better to just make sure that you know that this was your fault, but I still love you. But that still didn't change my perspective on the hitting being wrong. Yeah. I think that can confuse someone saying like they can justify the yeah. acts being done yeah. for it ending on a positive. On a positive. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I was still able to differentiate that yeah. what she had done previously to this talk should not have happened. Yeah, but I think that's what some people that have like authoritarian, yeah. you know, if they're the authoritarian figure, they can sort of use that to manipulate the mind it's confusing yeah but that didn't happen for me because i just I wasn't manipulated like i could yeah. tell that okay what you just did like you're really contradicting yourself right now exactly. like you That's did this but now you're is. giving me this talk see i, I could i could unpack that but before the can't? before the not like the average person that could be very confusing yeah the, t- the association like the negative association of so i'm gonna get a smack and then i'm gonna get a hug what if that leads to people saying the only time I get a hug is when I get a smack? True. Mic drop again. <laughs> like I, I, I think as well the important thing to like you know a lot of people in terms of like the poly community are gonna say like our parents didn't know any better and that's fine. That's, yeah, that's fine. fine. I understand but, that, but we do. It's yeah. 2020. You've had, we've just finished, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You got time to do your research. It's also how you do better. Yeah. It's also how you communicate what happened to you as well. Like, yeah. are you not okay with what happened to you? Or you were going to continue on in that cycle yeah. and normalize it for another generation to for think it's okay. Four. Exactly. Like, child abuse, literally, I, it's been normalized to the point that even. The government setting laws like they're confused. They don't know. Yeah, you can they don't know where the fine line here is. Here and here, like okay. Yeah, like it's so confusing because it's like the government don't know when to sort of step in because yeah. like oh, you're used to this. Or there's the smart parent, the smart parents who just know what part of the body that doesn't bruise very well. 
my personal theory and my idea behind hidings is if it's premeditated and you put thought behind it and you planned and you then executed it, that's abuse. An instant reaction is a smack, but a child doing something and you waiting, I'm going to wait till they get out of the shower when their body's wet. So when I have the um, electrical cord and I smack them on it, it'll hurt more. I've heard that happen, by the way, to people. The intent was that you were trying to fuck with your child because firstly, they know when they, they know it's coming. They don't know when exactly, but they know I'm going to get a hiding soon. My mom hasn't said anything. My dad hasn't said anything. I wonder when it's coming. So already you're infringing on them just imagine how fucked up it is going through your day like oh if i step out of my door right now am i gonna get it or what if i go into the kitchen in the middle of the night am i gonna get it then no one should be living in fear in their own house and then imagine your parent who waits for you to be vulnerable to get you what sane person goes out of their way to plan a way to inflict harm on their child i just can't relate obviously i can't relate Yeah, this is probably the dark side, like fear. It's a slippery slope. Because there's fear, there's manipulation. Is this a parenting episode? I don't even know what this is. But basically, does anyone... It's like the root of physical discipline. Do you ever think about, like, narcissism? Oh, all the time. Do you, like, this is what I find, especially, like, for the parents that, that lay down the law in their household... For the most part, they're, they're, they're rules that make them look good. Because yeah. obviously you want your kids to make you look good. Yeah, stand in line, do what's right. Yeah, just as long as when you come back home, as long as you make me look good. Yeah, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So I think that's another thing as well. Like to be a narcissistic parent. Mm. Like Oof. you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a lot of people actually know how self-absorbed they are. Especially like you don't really see it. If you are the parent, like, yeah, it's I very think, hard. It's very. I hard. think about this because this is just how my brain works. But when I'm looking at parents, it's sort of like you know they speak life about their their child, but the child is doing the complete opposite to what they're saying, or like they're 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 really talking highly of of their child that like a high expectations that can't be reached but mm-hmm. if they don't reach that then they're a disappointment yeah because you're making me look bad exactly not because you're, you're you... putting my parenting skills they're you're making me look bad yeah do you know what i mean that's very self-absorbed yeah, your, your children are a reflection of you to an extent but when it comes to you know as an adult there's only so much you can control if your child chooses not to be a doctor but you wanted them to be a doctor it's not about you. This isn't. It sounds like a you problem, not a them problem. It's yeah. like people when you live out your, um, like live out your fantasies through your kids. It's like I was going to be a footy player one day, so now you are. Yeah. Yeah. I do think this all ties into discipline, though, because we're just trying to communicate better ways to communicate. What other questions did you put up? So it was. I did like see some answers well i pulled you do you think discipline is should be allowed in school physical discipline and that was a big no-no like 100 <laughs> percent of people luckily they don't do that no. anymore yeah because it just ties into the other people deserve the right to discipline your kids i personally think no you know why i just don't think people should discipline other people should discipline your kids because they're not the ones who firstly are who know your rules and what, what you implement at home but schools okay schools Devil's advocate 
schools have their own legislations and yeah. regulations as well. By you agreeing to put your child into school, mm. this is why I think every parent should be should have a high education level. But you know, whatever. Yeah. But by you agreeing to put your child into school, you already know the raw the rules and the laws that they have to abide by. Yeah, under the supervision of whoever is in charge, right? Yeah. So you would be agreeing that if your child steps out of line, they I'm going to give you permission. You hit my child. Yeah, right. So it's not like they're going to do it just because they want to. Yeah, they have to have a justifiable. Yeah, but anyway, just abuse in general isn't. But like that's yeah. just what the where where I'm coming from, like. You're going to have to agree, like there's going to be contracts in line to yeah. allow somebody else to hit your child yeah. in school. Yeah. If that was the case and they brought that back, I just wouldn't send my kids to school. I already don't know yeah. if I want to send them to school because like I don't agree with half of their education system. <laughs> Mate, so, so I'm still like, can I just, you know, hopefully the pandemic's over by the time my oldest has to start school so we can just run away. Yeah. You can learn more from me. Um, but yeah, no, so the other one was, uh, so the other one was, oh, so just, um, people asked, would you physically discipline your child? And it was a half, half. The yeses were like, yes, because I turned out fine, which was still waiting on those answers but the ones that were said no here is the explanation for why so the no's included no because it creates trust issues when the person you love is hurting you it can be confusing especially at a young age uh someone said no because it's aggressive which is true if, if you just break things down to the the root it's aggressive that's enough someone said i don't want my son to think they can hurt loved ones and i don't want loved ones to hurt them yeah. Um, someone said words will get you further when you're communicating. So communication. Yeah, but verbal abuse is also a thing. It's also like emotional manipulation, yeah. verbal abuse. And it's just as bad for me. Yeah. Verbal abuse would have hit me 10 times worse. But is that just because you became used to coping with physical pain and because you're someone who values communication? Actually, you know what? This is the trauma. This is the trauma. Exactly. Because I was so used to physical pain and even though I did get that little, you know, little bit of pep talk after, I think this is why words hurt me more. Yeah. Like, you could punch me in the face, but that that just proves that you're a dickhead because you don't know any other way to communicate. But I think if somebody were really to articulate the reasoning behind... Tear you apart. To tear me apart... That would fuck me up. So I... So that's my trauma. Yeah, so the, uh, this is a follow-up point. So there's um, there's this idea that everyone has their own love language. And I read the love languages book for parents because I was like, I want to. And in the love languages book, it talks about disciplining your child according to their love language. I don't think any parent... in my mind. Yeah, love languages are so important. I didn't even know love languages were a thing until like five years ago. Well, the lo- <laughs> but it just made sense. It made so much sense. So the in this book, it was saying, imagine if your child is someone whose love language is quality time. Mm-hmm. And quality time love language people are just want to be with you. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It could be, I'm going to sit here while you cook. I just want to spend time with you. That same child, if you punish them by saying, get out of my space, I don't want to see you right now, you just broke their heart because you spoke, you broke their language. Yeah. You know what I mean? Another example is um, 
So just say someone's love language is um, physical affection. And that means that they like to make them feel loved. They require, you know, uh, just patting them on the back, sitting with them and holding their hand, little things like that. That child will be affected very negatively by physical discipline because physical affection is how they learn to love. So, you know, when I was reading this book, it was just saying that a lot of parents can't seem to get through to their kids because they're not speaking their language. And you're, you're, if, if you're like, if you're doing their love, their, their discipline language and their love language differently, it's going to hurt, it hurts kids differently. You could have three kids who all speak a different language. You need to punish them or discipline them or whatever, reprimand them differently. It's going to hit them differently. Yeah. You can't just, it's not a one size fits all because it speaks differently to them. And then I would just personally never want to shut my child down on their language. For example, you know, the child who needs physical affection for love, you may give them a talking to where you say, I don't like that you did this. This is why you're in trouble. I need You need to go to your room. You're having a timeout. But to ensure that they still feel loved and you, that you communicate that well, I'm going to give you a hug because I know this is, you know, this makes you feel better. And after that, you just, I need to have some, you know, you need to have some timeout. You need to think about your actions. Whereas if you have a child, for example, who um, words of affirmation or quality time is their language and you give them a the silent treatment, you're intentionally damaging their love language. Yeah. What are your love languages? Um, so mine is acts of service and receiving gifts. <laughs> yeah, yours. mine's words of affirmation and gifts. Yeah. Words of affirmation, no. I think I just never trust words because I just... <laughs> yeah, I'm very really much easy. Yeah, I love, but words will hurt like me. Like, if you sent me a really nice message, like, that would mean a lot more to me yeah. than if you were to give me a hug. I do not touch me. Words I do I, not like hugs. <laughs> mine used to be words of affirmation, but then I think I just had so many words thrown at me that I was just like, you said forever. Here we are. Okay. <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah, forever. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, love languages. I really recommend. I'll put up a link. You should do the quiz for yourself. It's really interesting. Yeah. But I guess overall, this didn't go as like, we didn't yell at each other, which is good because I thought you were going to completely disagree with me. Yeah, some things. So I don't know. I think we're agreeing to disagree. I think I I I expected expected to disagree with you too. But like now that I'm actually saying it out loud, it does not sound right. Everything that I I had, I was like, yeah, whack your child. What do you think? I was an advocate for whacking your child, man. And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's up to you as the parent to decide what do you think is going to work in your household. Hmm. Yeah. So, and just know, like, are you able to control your emotions? Are you able? Your anger specifically. Are you able to communicate properly? If you can't communicate properly, get somebody else to do it on your behalf. I guarantee your kids are going to listen to somebody. But like if you are the one that can't communicate properly, you're not emotionally stable, you're not financially stable, you're not psychologically there either, like that is your problem. That's not your child's problem. And half the time when kids do something, like for example, the other other day um, my daughter threw her dad's PlayStation remote in the bath. Love it. I wasn't. (laughs) Give me fucking attention, mate. (laughs) But you know what? At the end of the day, not my problem. Why was the remote accessible to her? Kids do what kids do. 
Her mm. brother was in the bath. She was already out. She saw something, picked it up and threw it. My three-year-old, if he did that, well, you know better. You shouldn't have done that. But at this point, this is the whole thing. Whereas I know that some people would have turned around and whacked their kid because that's my remote. You know that. Okay, but where were you? Where were what you? What is your emotional attachment to that remote? Where were you? Are you addicted you? to your PS4? <laughs> is there deeper issues here? <laughs> what are you trying to escape from? <laughs> kids are going to be kids. Yeah. Doesn't make it right. And it's very frustrating at times. Like my, my kid likes to play with toilet paper and just unroll it. But at the end of the day, I can waste my time by getting so frustrated and be like, are you stupid? No. What? Why? Why was the door open to the toilet? I should. I just take more responsibility for making kids do things wrong because most of the time it was probably one of our faults, one of the parents' fault. And I'm not going to physically discipline my child for my lacking. Yeah. Whereas a lot of parents began to the narcissism, refusing to see that you're the problem. Yep. Oh my God, you know what's I think insane? <laughs> <sighs> just because I was like, do I want to do it? But I do. So many girls I know get pregnant, right, between 17 to 21, and they get a hiding. The girls get the hiding? Yes, from their parent for getting pregnant. Okay, so first of all, why are you exercising that authority on your almost grown-ass adult child? And secondly, are you stupid? What are you doing? You do not physically harm a pregnant person who has a fetus inside them who has not developed yet. Yeah, and that, I think that comes back to the narcissistic parent. Like, you just made me look bad. You made me look bad, yeah. My child having a child sort of mentality You can't discipline well. a child who's pregnant. Like, as soon as that that child is, that has a child, they are now a parent as well. The, what's it called? The I think it's the, ex- is- yeah, like the expectations that were put in place for that child. Their own expectations. Yes. The ba- if you are... Obviously, there's always two options. If you are someone who would opt for an abortion and that's an option, then you don't have to be angry. You can have the abortion carry on. It never happened if you want to. But if you're someone who's against abortion, you know they're going to have a whole ass baby and you wasted your time being angry for then the baby to come and now everything's okay. Why did you have to inflict that pain and that trauma for that period of your anger? Why didn't you give them the birds and the bees talk? Exactly. <laughs> There's all oh, just early intervention, communicating. Solutions. Okay, let's just end off with some solutions. Some positive. Because okay. we've just spat out a whole bunch of hate. This is a hate yeah. crime. Well, I think as well, like... We're gonna- Are you, okay, we'll just end it off. So do you think people should be hitting their child? I can understand why people do, but I don't necessarily agree in it being the sole means of discipline. I personally think it's up to you. Yeah. Like, do what you want. No one's going to change I'm not judging you if you do or if you don't. Um, Like, it worked for me, just apart from the words of of affirmation part. (laughs) We're not sure yet. (laughs) um, It worked for me, apparently. I mean, I turned out pretty all right did i i don't know, I know. it depends what your standards are i don't are. even want to live uh, no, <laughs> um, um anyways not for being suicidal sorry <laughs> trigger warning um, but yeah so do what you want if you want to hit your child it is what it is just know just have an understanding as to why you're making the decision to do what you're doing at the moment and don't like have at the kids. time yeah and don't have kids if you haven't recovered from your trauma exactly selfish 
selfish and as well acknowledge its trauma you can love your parents and still say they traumatized you i love i love my parents love my mother did they traumatize me definitely they're two different things you can you can coexist you can be a you can be a bad person and still have someone love you. Someone can cheat on you, they can still love you. Your parent can smack you and they can still love you. And if you're finding it hard and, and like your circle are not used to having critical discussions, seek therapy. Yeah. Especially if you have the re- if you're living in the Western world. Matter of fact, if you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee you you can like do one Google search and find a therapist. And if you're in Australia, uh, I say specifically for New South Wales, you can go to your GP and get a referral for 10 free counselling sessions. Free! Usually they're $100 a session. And if you you could even, if you wanted to be strategic about it, you've got 10 free sessions, do one a month. That's a, almost a whole year of therapy. Yes, because if you're not surrounded by people that know how to unpack trauma, I, I'm pretty lucky to be surrounded by a really good support network. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have that privilege seek it elsewhere seek professional help and if you're if you have if you you haven't unpacked you know your childhood abuse and as well if you're a parent like me who you know i'm 24 with two kids it it was young it's been it's been rough it's had its time and i definitely can understand why people wait until they're older to have children because it's just emotional maturity more time to unpack your things but if you're like me and you're in the middle of being a parent and you're realizing there's changes you want to make or things you haven't dealt with it's hard and i'm going to be honest like it, it is very hard because you still want to give your kids all of you while you do you as well but it's necessary and if anyone is in the same boat as me and ever wants to have a chat i'm i'm here for it because you know what like there needs to be just a community of like-minded people whatever hat you fit that Rwani and I wear whether that's because you're this or you're that and there's something aligns you with us feel free for a chat because you know what we open this space we may as well use it exactly don't ask me about no parenting skills because I ain't a parent yeah don't yeah don't don't go to her (laughs) she'll tell you to smack your kid or just don't have them so yes and on that note, thank you again for joining us at the Hills Podcast Studio. Shout out to Bella Vista Hotel for having us. And we hope that this conversation really got you thinking. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We will... Well, you'll we'll... see us. We won't see you next time. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye.